This is uh, Officer Kikowski saying that love is not admissible evidence, and shut up, Leonard. Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Uh, shout out, thanks, time to Alex Moschina of Slackdery.com. Yep. Who wrote our theme song. Uh, or at least edited it. Well, yeah. You don't call that right. Re- I decided to leave the window open for heat purposes, and then a, a, a loud truck just drove by. Yeah. Already regarding that decision, I apologize. But you know what? I, I stick to things. I'm going to leave it open this whole window. Okay. And by window, I mean episode. Yep. Shut up, Leonard. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> um, let, let's give a, a shout out to uh, 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 someone who wrote us in on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is at Bobby Kittens on Twitter. He, he wrote in to say that he was enjoying the show and to shine some light on some controversy from a previous episode. Yep. Uh, in episode uh, 38 of this podcast, wherein we discussed season one, episode 24 of Community, mm-hmm. entitled, Look Me in the Eyes, <laughs> English, English as, as a, a Second, second Language. language. Um, what, uh, there was a, a line where, uh, so Jeff's car alarm is going off because Chang is attacking it. Yep. Abed recognizes the sound and he says, I think that might be your car alarm. Jeff says, what? Abed, and Abed says the line, which we found controversial. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, what we now believe, what, what, what Bobby, at Bobby Kittens has identified, uh, I, I feel correctly as the line. Abed said, I was on my roof for 4th of July when I heard a bunch of car alarms going off, mm. uh, that one sounds like a new Lexus. Jeff says, my Lexus is a new. He says, yeah, 2002 is when I heard it. Great joke. Uh, the point is, we at the time believed Abed to have said root. I was on my route for 4th of July, yep. which is a nonsense line that doesn't make sense. Well, we were it does, thinking, does with he have a, does certain, he have a paper route, maybe? Certain What's provisos, going on? Like uh, if, if the falafel uh, cart yeah. had if a route. Yeah, a delivery route, perhaps. Yeah. Um, so we were thinking of excuses like that, and uh, the reason why we were so emboldened in our belief that he was saying Root was because one of us in this room places a great deal of trust in uh, subtitles on DVDs. Yes. And the subtitles identify the line as Root. Yeah. But watching it now, it's it, it seemed clear to us that the line was Roof. He is saying Roof. And that does make a whole lot more sense. Tons of sense. So thanks to at Bobby Kittens, a.k.a. Bobby with a Y those spelled out like their names we don't know his real name but that's what he is on twitter he and he, he's proved himself already to be a great fan yeah a great individual i think he's he's gonna clear up a lot of confusion for us somehow. yeah, can, yeah. <laughs> uh we're, we're, we're glad to have you aboard bobby i don't i don't know if he'll hear this though because he said he was listening to back episodes i don't know if he's also listening he to might catch ones. up i mean he seems to be going at him at a pretty decent clip yeah but uh you know whenever you hear this bobby we thank you for, for clearing that up for us. And we can move on now to today's main event. Yes. Uh, we'd mentioned before that we were going to cover this, and now we finally got the chance because it was recently added to the Netflix Instant Watch. Today we're talking about... Harmontown. Harmontown. Uh, 
The movie. The movie. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it does need that subtitle, the movie. Because there's also Harmontown the podcast. Which we, we've we also talked about on and here. Harmonton the live show, which is the same thing as the podcast. Yeah. But live. Yeah. Well, now they added video and stuff. It's true. you got to be a premium member for that, though. Mm-hmm. They're running that Never Not Funny system. I don't think that's a bad idea. I don't think it is either. I said it in that tone of voice for, for fun, but I don't actually think it's a bad system. Okay. Uh, this film... Uh, was released last year. Yeah, it's. I watched it without realizing it on its exact one year anniversary. Well, that's interesting because it was released March eighth last year, and I watched it March eighth of this year. Wow, what what was March eighth? Monday, Sunday, Sunday. Well, I Sunday. watched it Monday, so Sunday. I a, a a year and a day. Yep. So this was directed by Neil Berkeley. Yeah. Uh, who listeners of Harmontown uh, know because he did show up once or twice talk about the documentary and just in general to film things for the documentary uh which dan Harmon could not resist pointing out and uh you know you know he loves to get meta this day (laughs) what i think was interesting what i think i've come to the conclusion right now is that is this a documentary or is this almost like a concert film you know you know what i mean yeah there's a a slight difference yeah i feel like maybe this is more of the the latter yeah, I could see that. Uh, but this is this is uh, me who doesn't listen to music, so I don't even. <laughs> I think I might have seen one concert film in my life. I think the I think the definition between those is vague. It kind of goes back and forth. I think. But then sometimes a concert film has more of a story, like built in, like they try and. I mean, sometimes because I I'd like to believe that the beginning of this film was was faked, and that Neil Berkeley didn't just sit in their house all night waiting for them to wake oh, up. Oh no, Dan! They, they talked about this on the podcast. It was it was absolutely faked. Dan Harmon has said as much on the podcast. <laughs> we're, we're not exposing any big secret there. Um, okay. Yeah, no, that was that was faked. All <laughs> documentaries are all fake, Andrew. What? Yeah. What, what about? Uh, it says written by Dan. Did you not catch what that? What about Fahrenheit nine eleven? Faked. That's. So you're saying that they faked 9-11 to make a documentary about it. It was an inside job. And by that, I mean Michael Moore did it. Michael Moore. We're getting into danger. And he also started the Iraq War. (laughs) Why did you say it like that? The Iraq War. You hear that, Michael Moore? He started the Iraq War. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I said it like that. Oh, geez. We've gotten more... (laughs) A little more political than, I, than we normally it's, are. I don't. Those are those do not reflect my actual beliefs. I just want to say, <laughs> just a goof, guys. Yeah, just we were goofing. We were just fun. And uh, um, some documentaries are more real than others. Yeah. <laughs> there was recently released a, a whole documentary about experts who are fakers who go on documentaries and news programs and fake being experts. I'll watch that. That's a real documentary that just came out. What's it called? I don't Fake. remember. Fake. The story of that dude who looks super high, but he's a scientist. <laughs> no. You know that internet meme dude? He's real. He's real. He's real. Interesting. Uh, well, no, that made me remember F is for Fake, mm. which was the Orson Welles documentary. Mr. Welles. Which has a fake segment in it, hmm. which he tells you later. But like he, rap- he gets you all into... All these stories that he's telling, and then and then afterwards he's like, "Oh, by the way, that didn't. This part didn't happen." Yeah, it was called for, for fake. <laughs> what you want, idiots? Uh, but it's about counterfeiters, so you know. Cool. All right, so that has been the episode. Yep. F is for fake. <laughs> talking about. <laughs> no, uh, we're talking about Harmon Town, the film. Yeah. Uh, directed by Neil Berkeley. Yeah, Mr. Berkeley. Uh, written by <laughs> Neil <like>, Berkeley. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're getting silly today. I don't know. Um, I wrote down how long the documentary is, which I don't know why I did One that. One hour... 56? No, it's actually interesting. It's it's 101 minutes. Oh, same as Grown Ups 2. Well, and also like Channel 101. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but this, I don't That's know. That's where our minds go. <laughs> you went to Channel 101, reasonable, relates to Dan Harmon. I just thought Grown Ups 2. Thanks uh, to those goddamn New Zealanders <laughs> on the worst idea of all time. Go to the worst idea of all time. Got Tom forever. RickandMorty.com. Uh, what I was going to say is that I... I I'm kind of aware that because of the way that they were selling it on their website, uh, the Harmontown website, that there are different cuts and there are different deleted scenes and deleted uh, extra content, which is available. So the version that we saw is the one that's streaming on Netflix currently, and it's 101 minutes. That's correct. Uh, But I'd love to see, I know they mentioned on the podcast Harmontown, uh, there was a a stop on the tour where a camera crew followed Jeff as he went around to different bars and that just sounds like oh, a, yeah, that just sounds like a that. fun that sounds like a fun time run of you know footage. Yeah. To I really enjoyed. I wrote it down. I don't. I don't. I, I really enjoyed uh, Jeff doing vocal exercises at one point. <laughs> oh, I wrote down all the words he said. <laughs> okay, because they're all the. Should the we best. just do that now, or should we wait for it to come up? Uh, let's get there. Okay. Um. So yeah. So I wrote down fake sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first note. Yep. Uh, and you know, had you th- ever seen Dan Harmon's cat until now? No. Me neither. I'd forgotten that he had one, but I remember recently on Harmontown he mentioned getting a dog to go with the cat. I mean, or that getting was a, a while second ago. cat. That was a while. You got a dog. Right. Quiz for Andrew. Do you know those pets' names? I remember both of them. I'm clearly a better fan than you because I didn't even have to hesitate. You knew the cat's name? Yeah. Well, the cat's name is significant to a condition the cat has. Asperger's? <laughs> Anyway, the, you, the cat has FIV, the feline equivalent of HIV. Oh, so the cat's name is Fiv. They named him after they oh. named her after that, and the dog's name is Harvey. Harvey. Yeah, I knew that one. <laughs> I just didn't want to say. Anyway, it's a cute cat. This is the first time I'd heard of this cat a lot on the podcast. I just want to say it's a cute cat. Just want to get that out there. Yes. Uh, so they they say that this um documentary is about the tour that they take which begins on january 9th 2013 goes for 20 days yeah as they go to a bunch of different places yeah across the united states of america of america uh god bless these united states of america barack hussein obamacare (laughs) please no no more politics was in league with michael moore start the iraq war well, no, I'm not going to make that joke, so... <laughs> yeah, probably for the best. <laughs> it's definitely for the best. So, what I think is interesting, they they do a, a, a part early on where there's a lot of talking heads, which is various people who know or have worked with yeah. Dan Harmon. The band talking heads there. Yeah, cool. the band talking heads who have definitely worked with Dan Harmon. They show up <laughs> for just a second yeah. uh, to say, we have not worked with him, and then it's moving on. Yeah. So I, don't, I get that we're doing talking head segments. But I mean, I don't know, Neil. Maybe you're a first timer. You don't need to have the actual Talking Heads for the Talking Heads segments. It's just our name. Uh, who are the Talking Heads? Who we got? I, I don't remember. We got all of Sarah them. Silverman. Definitely. We Rob got Schraub. Rob Schraub. We got the whole cast community except Chevy. Yes. We got Jack Black, which you already said. Yeah. Did I say Jack Black? I think so. Did I... Ben Stiller show up at one point? Yeah, Ben Stiller, Jack ben Black. Ben Stiller's in there. Um, there was some. Oh. uh... That <laughs> that one guy, the guy who was on the Sarah Silverman show, oh, who's not Brian Posehn. Steve Agee. Steve Agee. Yeah. I, I don't know why I can't ever remember his name. 
I don't either. Okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't have an excuse for I, it. I'm sorry. You should. He's a great I just, I'm sorry. He's yeah, no, I enjoyed most things that I see him in. Uh, glad we got that yep, <laughs> covered. This is sort glad of we got that out. figured out. But I think uh, what's very interesting. So they ask uh, them, uh, how how would you describe Dan Harmon? Yeah, which a lot of people have trouble. Uh, but they they kind of go for like a, an easy generic. You know, he's a creator. He's a yeah, whatever. But which what, I feel like is kind of a documentary trick, to be honest. <clears throat> oh yeah. Like if I asked you how to describe Matt Benson, I feel like it would be just as hard. And I don't think I'm as enigmatic <laughs> as Dan Harmon. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's you can't boil a person down to one, two, or three words. Yeah. It's you know, you got a whole life there. Yeah. Uh, but I, what I think is interesting is when he asked them, he asked them to de- how would Dan Harmon <laughs> describe himself. I just threw a sock at my dog because she was chewing on her paws, and she reacted as if I hit her with an anvil. She's a faker. Do not believe that. I, do you know if that even caught on the microphone? It might have. I mean, okay. that's why I felt the need to explain it. Uh, but they, he asked these people, how would Dan Harmon describe himself? And mm-hmm. those answers, I think, are much more interesting. Yes, I agree with that. Um, because that's they they understand how he thinks and how he would they how they think he thinks he views himself. Yes, I think that's that's a twisted web, and I I enjoy that. Yeah, which um which is funny because I wrote down what J- Jillian Jacobs Jillian Jacobs <laughs> what Gillian Jacobs uh-huh. uh, when asked what what is Dan Harmon she said podcaster yeah and that was. That was, uh, I thought that was good. This is a real, it's kind of, it hits something in me. Like there's that moment in the aviator when Howard Hughes like thinks he's going to die because he just crashed the X-11 mm-hmm. and he just grabs the stranger, like the army man who pulled him out of the wreckage and he says, I'm Howard Hughes, <laughs> the aviator. <laughs> like he defined himself as an aviator. I feel like uh, Gillian Jacobs perceives that if Dan Harmon crashed an X-11, he would come out and say, I'm Dan Harmon, the podcaster. <laughs> That's good. It's a good movie, The Aviator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I think that was that was all very interesting. Yeah. Uh, oh, we didn't even talk about so the fake sleeping was kind of a setup uh, to kind of bookend the film. Mm-hmm. We start the f- the film starts at the end of the journey. Yes. After the, they've come back from the tour, Dan is being asked what he learned. What he learned. Yeah. Uh, well, if, he's kind of talking about what he remembered, and then when they at the very uh, yeah, end of the film they say, "What have you learned?" Yeah. But I think it's funny when he talks about what do you remember? Like the the various things that he remembered are th- things that do come up in the film. Yeah. And it's just it's kind of like crazy. Like it's it's like I didn't imagine that I, this would happen. And like it's that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but we get to um, with, there was a moment in. Uh, Dan Harmon's house. Yes. Where th- there was something on the wall that caught my eye. Okay. And he had a some kind of a diploma or award from Glendale Community College. Huh. Very like Greendale. And the award was Most Intriguing Alumnus. Huh. And I kind of like... That's interesting. <laughs> that's, that's like their generic form of you you did something. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't have an award for it, but But alumnus, too. So this seems to have been given after he left. Yes, after he left. And, uh, yeah. Uh, after he left Glendale Community College, yeah, he did something that made him intriguing. Huh. <laughs> and so he became most intriguing alumnus. Huh. I like that. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, uh, there's a bit in the <clears throat> while they're asking Dan, uh, the people to describe Dan, how would he describe himself? There's a, a a thing that Dan made where it's him arguing with himself, driving a car. Wait, that's interesting. And we see we see another one of those later, uh-huh. where it's him arguing with himself, like sitting in a in a like a kind of studio type setup. Mm-hmm. And where where I don't know do you did you find where those are no, from? No, I have no, I have no idea. idea where those are from. They they look interesting. 
I don't know if they were made for the film. He's in various states of beard having. Yeah, that's what that's what I thought I, they weren't made for the film. Yeah. But just part of me thought maybe they were made for the film. Hmm. Just at various different times. Pet, pet craziness over here. The cat was chewing on my PS3 HDMI cable. Oh no. <laughs> little terror, a little monster. Uh, uh but yeah, the, the first one we see is he's he he he's just talking he's like plugging community and mm-hmm. then he gets into a screaming match with himself over what does central mean in <laughs> is an eight PM seven central. Yeah, like it's maybe he made those for Does Dan Harmon have a YouTube page? Is I the don't question that think I'm gonna so. ask. Don't think so. I'm gonna I'm gonna look. Okay. Um, uh, <clears> we'll I'll, I'm gonna talk about Jeff's um Hefe. Um and we're talking Local about Jeff exercises. Davis here. Jeff B. Davis. Jeff B. I've got some notes before then. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, the first they play, they, 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 they play the Chevy voicemail. They play that bit. Oh, yeah. They, they go into, at certain points during the film, they take a break from the tour. The film takes a break so it can go back and give you a little backstory. Yeah. Uh, which part of that backstory is explaining how, uh, what happened with Dan Harmon and Sarah Silverman show. Yeah. Uh, is that what it's called? Yeah. The Sarah okay. Silverman program. Program. And uh, and his his relationship to Sarah Silverman and Rob Schraub. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, a part of it is also about how he got fired from Community, which is kind of like a more it's it's that happens earlier. That's more of a crux of explaining how this tour happened. Yeah. Sorry, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for the Dan Harmon YouTube channel. If of they, course, the first two. Are, Dan Harmon's great. Dan Harmon sucks. Well, Dan Harmon sucks. That's that's a Dan Harmon fan group. Oh, okay. Because he joked once that they should call the group Dan Harmon Sucks. <laughs> and so there's a fan group out there that's called Dan Harmon Sucks, but they, they love him. Um, sorry, what were you this saying? Is, this is, but this is a, this just shows that we are not YouTubers. Clearly. We're, we, you know, we don't, we don't know that, how to do things. We're not in that world. Uh, but yeah, they, I, I kind of enjoy the way that they go, they, the, the film was structured to go back and kind of give you that explanation when you need it. Yeah, or or at an almost at a lull at times. Yeah, I agree which with is that. really really interesting. But yeah, they play the. I don't know. Did they have to? They must have had to have recreate that moment when he plays the voicemail because he. It, there's a point in the film where you see him holding his phone up to the microphone and you hear part of the voicemail. Yeah, I guess it's possible that there were cameras there. I don't because when that voicemail leaked the first time, it was audio that came yeah. out, and so I think maybe they were recreating that moment. Hmm. Yeah, I, I could see that. Which, which I think is very interesting that, that that means that Dan Harmon either gave the actual recording from the voicemail or that they've went and found that recording. Because it sounded yeah. like a good recording, like better than, yeah. I think, what I remember hearing when it first happened. I, don't, I can't remember if I heard it or not at the time. It seems new to me when I heard it I here. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I, can't, I don't have a clear memory of hearing it the first time, but if, yeah. if I did, this sounded much better than that first time. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, it's like uh, that... <laughs> that that's that's really crazy that that's that's like a thing that right like that's yeah. a that's like a crazy weird historical moment now almost yeah. in community history yeah but it, it's it's that's not even to say that that caused his firing no yeah there it was just, more to it, it was that. just part of the you know the fanning the flames or yeah. whatever it was just not a log on the flame fire time. yep uh, there's another bit in Dan Harmon's house that I, I want to talk about where he takes a bubble bath. <laughs> um, let me ask you this first of all, yeah, just to get a baseline of who we are. Do you enjoy a bath? Uh, I haven't. Because uh, we know Dan hates any... showers, but he seems to enjoy the bubble bath here. <clears throat> I mean, I get I, I I don't think I enjoy a bath. You don't. I feel like I my hands get too pruney, hmm. and that just bothers me. Okay. 
I haven't taken a bath in years because my tub here is not big enough for me. Mm. It's a real shame. I think I would enjoy a bath, but I, don't, I do not have access to a proper tub. It's a sad story. Everybody feel bad for me. But there's a moment when he's taking a ball bath, and he, he does the little kid thing of, of putting the bubbles on your head and pretending to be an old man. Sure. And he has a great line where he says, remember when this was all you needed to do to be a good person? <laughs> Which I think is interesting. Already we're seeing Dan sort of equates entertaining people with being a good person. Yeah, yeah. Which I think leads into some of the problems he has later in the film. Yeah. Um, my next note is when they're just about, as they're about to start the tour, mm-hmm. um, Dan Harmon must have a, a, a YouTube page because he talks about a, a, what, and I wrote it down because he calls it a vlog. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which uh, young people like ourselves, hip, cool young people like ourselves, would call a vlog. Vlog, yeah. He calls it a vlog, which I don't know if he's doing a bit or if he really thinks I that's feel like what it's that's called. a bit. I feel like that's a bit. Um, but so, I mean, he, he was posting those somewhere. Maybe his Tumblr? Maybe. Also, this, we get, this is where we, we see the introduction, introduction yeah. to Spencer. Yeah, we get, we get Spencer. Um, he becomes uh, like a fleshed out character as this documentary goes on. Yeah. Where they kind of explain how he joined uh, Harmontown. The Harmontown gang. Yeah, which they actually, they just play the audio from that episode. Yeah. Uh, which is, it's kind of crazy. Even, even him telling it now, like he... He, he went like, to Harmontown because something inside him told him that he should well, play D and D with Dan Harmon. I remember it was the 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 episode before he went. Yeah, they said that they might want to play D and D. Yeah, and so I think that drove him to go. Yeah, and he thought maybe I can play D and D with them. Yeah, and then they said, "Who wants to play D and D?" And he, you know, rose his hand yeah. and got up on stage. And the the original idea was to uh, to have a different dungeon master every week. Yeah, but Spencer was just so good right <laughs> off the bat that they they kept him on, and he ended up going on tour with them. Uh, and then there's a moment where, where Spencer rolls the, rolls a 20-sided die to determine how well the tour will go. <laughs> it's a three. He rolls a three. Yeah. Not a great sign. But he's got, like, a cool Dungeon Master dice setup where, like, he throws the dice, the die, rather, because it's just one, yeah. into, like, a tower, and then it comes out into a little box. You've never heard of dice towers? I've heard of them. I've never mm-hmm. seen one in action. It was oh, pretty okay. sweet. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, those are cool. Uh, I think seeing his room was very telling for yeah, some reason. it's true. Uh, because I've always, I've always enjoyed Spencer as a character on Harmontown. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I think he's underappreciated every time. I agree. And, uh... He's great. <laughs> seeing his room was just very telling. Yeah. Like, it was very much, ah, this is, this but is... But it was also is. kind of a typical nerd room. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he had that big tube of, of dice. Yeah, that like was, a rain stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was half full. He says it used to be all the way full, but he was giving them away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'd ever need that many no. dice. Ever. No. Um, okay, so now my next note is vocal exercises. Okay, I've written them down, and I'm certain... So, uh, Jeff is doing... These vo- were jokes. Yeah, well, Jeff is doing vocal exercises. Dan claims that he doesn't know the cameras are listening, but I, it seems pretty clear that he does know they're listening. Well, he gets to a point where he starts laughing, so that's very clear. Uh, he starts by doing Dermot Mulroney. Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> Dermot Mulroney. I'll do these as you say them. Then Chandelier. 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 Canoga Park. Canoga Park. Canoga Park. And then Crib Death. Crib Death. Crib Death. Which Dan Harmon did a riff. I can't remember what. I didn't write down what he said, but it was something about the the pedophiles do something. <laughs> something. Yeah. We got a, a knock on the door here in Shut Up Leonard Studios. Is so, does someone need something? Apparently not. Sorry. <laughs> I- I didn't hear that knock. I definitely heard a knock. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe okay. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> cool. 
Uh, so yeah, so that that was a lot of fun. Jeff's vocal exercises. Didn't he had another one? No, nope, I thought, was the last I thought one. he did. The, I thought Dan had a riff about pedophiles, and then and Jeff actually did it. Well, uh, I didn't write it down. Letting me down because I don't remember Jeff doing it. Do you? Did you write it down? What Dan said? No. Just and you don't remember. No. I feel like we let the listener let down today. I'm gonna look at my notes again. No. Everyone, no, everyone, not. go watch Harmontown because we have yeah, failed just you. Go watch it, and you need to see it. They should have watched it before listening Excuse to this. Me. It's that good. Um. Yeah. Then they started talking about Heat Vision and Jack. Yes. Have you ever seen the pilot? No. We might have to do a Shut Up Leonard about it. We should. After I think we should after season, season six. Yeah. Or after season three. After season six, probably be better. Yeah. Because we don't want to end. I mean, it's 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 everyone says it's great, but we don't want to end Shut Up Leonard on Heat Vision and Jack. Nah. 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 Yeah. Nah. I mean, nah. we're gonna end on the movie, of course. But yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a moment here where they're showing like lo- like TV interviews that that Dan Harmon and Rob Schraub had done. Yes, and there, there's one, one where, where it's they, it's Dan is talking, but the thing on the bottom of the screen says Rob Schraub. Yep, which is pretty funny. Wrote that down. Um, yeah, and then we kind of we this is it's kind of building up the. I took the, the yeah, this is I insane. Took the cat's collar off so she wouldn't make noise with her bell during recording, and here she is on the floor playing with her collar. <laughs> You're a jackass cat. You're a straight jackass. She's playing more intensely <laughs> now that you're yelling at her. I apologize, I apologize for for all the pet interruptions on the various shows I've hosted. I live in a goddamn zoo. It's clear. <laughs> um, so that you know, we get a little backstory then, and that's that's of course where they met. Uh, ben Stiller, Jack Black. Yep. Well, and then that, ben that leads into... Ben Stiller produced the show. Yeah, Ben Stiller produced... Back when he was Jack. a hero before he became a villain. <laughs> well, I don't know. Is he a villain? He's a tweener for me. That's a wrestling term. He's a tweener. Oh, okay. He goes back and forth. Okay. Uh, but whatever's going on there, it's an interesting journey that they take from Heat Vision and Jack, which Ben Stiller describes as the most expensive pilot produced at the time. Uh, for Fox. For Fox. Specifically. Uh, and through that, that doesn't get picked up, but because of that, they get on a list of writers, which is how Sarah Silverman finds them. Yes. And then that leads to that whole incident. Yeah. I don't well, know if I want to talk about all of it, because I want people to go and watch the movie. I yeah. Want, I want people to, ex- to experience this journey, but I think that's crazy that that's how they, like, that's how Hollywood works. Even if you make yeah. a show that doesn't even make it on TV, yeah. that can get you another job. Yeah. Like, that's... Uh, you're living the town. dream in Hollywood. It's a weird town. Yeah. <laughs> Holly weird, they call it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You can see why, can't you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that, of course, is what led to the, the rift. The, the, where, Sorry, where, your cat is so entertaining. She's just, just like maniacally attacking well, the collar. I mean, we're, she's winning because she wants us to pay attention to her, I feel. That's what she wants. And she's winning that battle because we are. Um, the collar has been taken away. Now it's in your chair, though. Now your moving could make it make noise. Okay, that seems pretty quiet. I feel like you're, you'd hear the chair noise more than the <laughs> caller. Uh, caller, you're on the line. She's, she's an I'm attention sorry, terrorist. She's now she's on top of your your cord. No, I don't that's know if fine. that's going to go well. I don't know what her plans are with that. That's fine. Um, but anyway, that 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 is also the Sarah Silverman program debacle, which mm. you, you can watch the movie to find out more about. Is of course what led to the rift between him and Rob Schraub. Yeah, which I'd heard about before. That's. That's that's not news for the documentary, but I think it's interesting hearing it from the mouths of the people who experienced it. Yeah, do do we have do we know the timeline? Did, had were they still broken up <laughs> to, to to however you want to put it when Community started? Uh, I believe according to the timeline, yes. Interesting that they got they. I believe one of the, whatever the interview said was that. 
you're, you're, we're making more noise to stop potential noise. <laughs> well, potential noise and potential damage. The cat was going oh, okay. after a, a, another cable here. And now she's just <clears throat> staring at me. She's got her claw stuck in the ground and she was staring at me. This is the uh, cat podcast? <laughs> Shut up, Belly. Shut up, Belly. Um, I don't remember what I was saying. Well, my next so, note, I don't, remember about... the, I don't remember the scene attached. Oh, okay. But we see Spencer with his hair down, which is exciting. Because oh, I'd, yeah. I'd never seen that before. That's exciting. Spencer's got a very long ponytail. That's how we usually see him. Well, that's that leads into a scene where, where we see Spencer experience fame. Yes. Which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, to see someone not used to fame get asked for their autograph. Yeah. And he's he's humbled. Yeah. And uh, shocked. And delighted. Yeah. And uh, I can't come up with more. One more. One more. Uh, I want to talk about... <laughs> um, at some, certain times we see the... Uh, Dan walks out on stage uh, on the tour wearing GoPros, GoPro cameras. Yeah, and that's what I'm going to say. These weird face cam things. The weird ear cams, he calls them, yeah. which is exactly what I'd call them, and yeah. now I want one. Well, here's where I'm going to question the directing of Neil Berkeley. Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, the footage he got was so not worth this unnatural, distracting thing of them having cameras on their faces and bodies a lot of the time. Maybe. Versus the footage, I'm going to say one time the footage was meaningful. The moonshine time? No, when it, or maybe it was. It was when he, it, there's a shot of him, like it's, it's point of view of Dan, when he comes out onto the stage and is like interacting with the crowd. Okay. What's the moonshine time? Well, I want to talk about the moonshine incident. Well, I mean, certainly we should. I have that written down too, but uh, but with the face cam, was there a face cam thing with the with the with? Well, the, I remember he the, went out when he the... drank the moonshine. He went out into the crowd, and we were able to see like kind of how he was seeing it while he was out in the crowd and not on stage. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like the face the footage is not good. It's grainy. It's rarely <laughs> worthwhile, and it's it's. I think it's it's a distracting thing. If, if if you're a person walking around, I feel like you're not being yourself if you're wearing a face cam. I say Neil, it was it was an interesting experiment. Drop it, drop it on the next feature. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel, do you feel like if you used it more, it'd be more worthwhile? Or no, no, I feel like it would be worse because it would be a nauseating experience. Oh, okay. That's just you. Yeah. That's just you and your weak stomach for camera movements. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't, I don't think it's, it's, it's found footage. We've seen it before. I don't, I don't, I don't know what's so compelling about it. I don't know. I feel like it's, it's found footage, but not fake found footage. It's real. Yeah. We're getting like the performer's perspective. I feel like I feel like we got as much of that as as we would ever get in that one scene where we see him coming out on the stage. You feel uh, like they should have done it once and never. Yeah. Okay. I feel like everything after that was like, yeah, we've we've already we've already got that perspective. Okay. <clears throat> Are, do we want to talk about moonshine? Moonshine now? holler. This is <laughs> shut up, gummy. Thrilling adventure fan podcast. Okay. That's a it's a it's a reference for all the thrilling adventure fans out there. Thrilling adventure hour, I should say the full title. But the moonshine incident, uh, it was in Nashville. Yes. Now and uh, the, he talks before before he goes on stage. Uh-huh. He talks about how uh, he's 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 feeling good. He's feeling he's feeling high. Yeah. He's feeling giddy. Uh-huh. And uh, and and early, throughout the film, he talks about Joseph Campbell throughout his life. He talks about Joseph Campbell really. Yeah. Uh, and it, it is it's kind of telling that I feel like in some way. He made this disaster happen in Asheville <laughs> because he knew that not I mean not even consciously made yeah. it, but just because he 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 kind of subconsciously steers his life towards the hero's journey structure uh-huh. and you, you know he, he this was this was the uh, long dark night of the soul this was this was when that needed to happen yep 
So and it did. <laughs> oh, it did. Uh, there. Well, the moonshine incident is separate from the the when Aaron and him fight on stage, right? Yeah, but it leads into it. Oh, okay. It was the moonshine incident and then the fight on stage. Yeah, but they're not the same night. I don't believe so. Okay, but the moonshine so. incident was definitely she. She didn't seem happy with him that night. No. Here's something that I found very interesting. So they talk about. So I I'm an avid Harmontown podcast listener. As am I. So I had heard this entire tour. I had heard. As it happened, yeah. We both I had did. I had heard the moonshine incident as edited. Yes. Because they had talked about on the podcast how they edited it down. Yeah. <laughs> the dogs are barking at something. It's clear the pets have hijacked the show. It is not ours anymore. It is theirs. Uh, apologies for that. So, this this moonshine that they kept talking up, I thought was legit moonshine. It wasn't? It's brand moonshine. What are you talking about? Which, <laughs> that's enough, pretty. Oh, it was that, that guy made it. What are you talking about? The jar had a label. I didn't see a label. I saw a blank jar. I saw the label... And I know that label because I've drank that moonshine. <laughs> yeah. And it's called moonshine. Huh. It's like a, it's it's just a, another liquor. I don't, I didn't recall that. It is, it is not, I mean, maybe the brand name is not moonshine, but definitely like, it says moonshine on the jar, on a label in the same, and, and I recognize the label. I did not see that at all. Well, are you going to check? I'm going to try to check right now if I can. Okay. Well, because this moonshine incident, I thought, was, uh, you know, a much bigger deal because I thought someone actually made, you know, bathtub gin or whatever you want to call it. Well, she has had in different instances. They're the Earthshine. Earthshine is definitely real moonshine because that guy made it. He's calling it Earthshine. Yeah. But oh, th- whoa, look at that. First try, and I, I skipped to the scene where they're you're, editing the moonshine. Incident. Yeah, you're there. But I don't remember where in this long sequence that you can actually see the jar enough. Well, I mean, there's a scene where he drinks it. You gotta yeah, be go to, to the it. very beginning, because I kind of remember seeing it when he hands it to him. Well, that's what I'm trying to do right now, but Netflix is stuck at 99%. Yep. 99% and a Here problem isn't Here one. Here we go. <laughs> nice try, isn't it? I just got downgraded to 89 for a second. Uh, I think I think this is. I think we're in the town. Yeah, we're anyway, seeing the line the, here. The, Keep talking. I'll, 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 I'll look out for it. <clears throat> But yeah, the the Earthshine is definitely legitimate because that that guy made it. Yeah. Uh, but this, from what I can tell, is is a branded moonshine, hmm. which I I won't doubt that it isn't powerful. Yeah. Because uh, I've drank it. I know it's a bit good looking man. Sorry, uh, I, was, I was distracted by Jeff Davis's beauty. I, well, I don't blame you. <laughs> uh, so you so you what what are, what are you saying here? You're, you're calling Dan Harmon out. You're I'm just, saying he's a, a weak I'm, no, 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 I don't think he's weak. I think their excitement over drinking moonshine was a bit much for the fact that it's moonshine you could buy here. Okay. I could go out and buy it right now. All right, if you say so. In 10 minutes, I could go get some. Okay, now Nucky just jumped right where the microphone is. <laughs> These pets, man, they're out of control. I apologize. Um, so, but anyway, he, he gets he gets too drunk. He, he drinks... At least half of that bottle of moonshine, which yeah. it's in a jar. That's another thing. The guy says, oh, it's in a jar. You got to drink out of the jar. And yeah. so then he can't pour it into a cup. Yeah. So this guy kind of instigates this drunken mess that happens. <laughs> yeah. This is this sort of this Nashville demon, mm. this villain of, of Nashville who sort of uh, instigates this whole affair. Oh, what's his motivation? You here? know what's interesting? Do, do you have any note on this? Because I forgot to write them down. There's at times in this 
documentary that they're filming the 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 cast being interviewed by a podcast. Yes. Uh, did you write them down? No, I, I didn't know what the name of the podcast. Was. I don't think I, they ever say it. It shows up movie. briefly on the screen. I think it's something like the podcast cast. See, it has a label. It does have a label, but that I mean that looks like just a, a generic white label. That's something. That's you can how put it on looks on the real one. I don't know about this. I feel like the, you can't you need to see zoom and enhance. This is zoom not, and enhance. This is not a CBS zoom crime and show. Oh, wait. Oh. What if I can get that to go? If I can get this business to your, go away, your progress bar. Get it to if get I, it to leave. Let's not. Don't move. See. UPC code. I do see a barcode. That is a barcode for a bot jar of moonshine. We've analyzed the footage. I do see a barcode. We're not relying on subtitles this time. No. We are seeing it with our own eyes. Yeah. All right. I mean, Dan didn't know what it was, though, I think is the overall point here. And that's why there was excitement. But I even think Jeff maybe got a little bamboozled. I don't know who you're mad at right now. You, All you, I'm it saying. seems like you have, you have believe that some sort of crime has been committed, and I don't I don't know who you're mad at. I'm saying I could go to Harmontown this week, bring bring that same jar, and and would that get that level of excitement? No. Well, because they've already had it. Well, if they hadn't, then it would. I don't think so. I think they're excited because of moonshine from Nashville. But this is clearly store bought moonshine. All right. This is like if I said I baked you some cookies, and then they're clearly just coming out of a you know. Everyone's a poser. A, 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 <laughs> no one's a, authentic a enough for. Everyone's a phony. Holden Caulfield over here doesn't I like can't phonies. Stand phonies. <laughs> Railing against the phonies. No, all I'm right. all about the truth, and the truth <laughs> is. <laughs> well, it'll set you free. I know that much. What? It'll set you free. <laughs> yeah. The truth is. What's the truth? That moonshine was store-bought. I also know it's out there. Those are two things I know of the truth. <laughs> It'll set you free, and it's out there. And it's a podcast. It's so anyway, truth. speaking of podcasts, the podcast that cast, <laughs> I think that's what it was called. Was that what it was called? I remember it had the word cast in it, and it was something, it was like podcast cast. You could examine more footage if you want. That's what the show's become. I, I'm not going to do that. Thank you. Uh, so, you know, I'm glad we're repre- podcasts are represented well enough because well, Harmontown a is a podcast yeah. <laughs> and there's a podcast in there. Podcasts on podcasts. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So that that moonshine incident is pretty famous. Yeah. And it leads to. Uh, well, he goes through the crowd doing a bit that I actually found kind of funny, this bit. Oh, OK. But he's done sober versions of this bit. This yeah. was a sort of messy. Version it's a solid old bit. Where he, go, he has his version of crowd work, which is, you know, I'll, I'll do it to you right now. Hey, what's your name? Andrew. How do you know when to stop? Uh, where, where do you work? <laughs> <laughs> How do you know when you're finished? <laughs> uh, it's a good bit, but he's doing a very sloppy, moonshine-induced version of yes. it. Yes. Uh, Aaron tries to get him to stop drinking. He, he does not. It's, 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 it's a mess. He says he doesn't even remember... That night at all. Yeah, yeah. most of that night, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, I don't know if we want to talk about the, the Aaron Dan disagreement fight. Yeah. They, I mean, cause it, it involves is one word. <laughs> it involves something about a, a van. I don't remember all the details, but well, Aaron da- says something about Dan was talking the to, van's leaving to and, some gentleman about glass blowing. Yes. <laughs> glass blowers were As there, you do. And he was, they were describing the process of glass blowing to Dan and he was very interested. Uh, and Aaron said, Hey, there's a van leaving now. Uh, if you want to leave and, and he, he got madder uh, because he wanted to stay and talk about glass blowing. Yeah. And then the producer came in and said, Hey, there's a van leaving now. There's a van leaving 15. And then he made a big deal of saying, and see, that's what you should have told me. Yeah. And it, it led to escalated to the point where he called her the C word. Yep. 
Uh, and in fact, later on, when they seemed to make up a little bit, she implied that there was more. Yeah. Which I'm a little afraid. Well, and then Dan gets into that on one of the following shows, uh-huh. which was on Harmontown, and they show it in the movie, uh-huh. where he talks about this sort of weird sociopath he becomes when he switches over into into fight mode, uh-huh. when he just wants to see the other person cry. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's darkness. They also talk about, there's a it's moment... It's weird to discuss, I mean, community doesn't ever get this really dark, no. so it's weird to discuss on this podcast where we normally keep it light and fun. But, I mean, it gets to a really dark place. Yeah, there's also a moment in the documentary that he talked about on the podcast, I remember, mm-hmm. where Aaron, like, they're they're separating for something, and she's like, I love you, and he... Well, we see that, too. He waits for the camera to pan to him, and he says, I'm waiting for the camera to pan to me, yeah. and then... And then he says... He says, you have your moments. Yeah. Which he thought was really funny, and yeah. then she was very clearly offended by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's... Uh, Sometimes that, I think that, the, I mean that the, had just come on the heel of they were doing they needed to get a shot him mm. and Jeff just walking into the venue yeah. not carrying shit yeah and Aaron was was meanwhile carrying like all the stuff they needed all the merch and stuff <laughs> yeah and she's calling out for him and he he's not helping because he's trying to get the shot mm-hmm. and she she crashed into a curb and spilled it all yeah, so it, on the heels of that came this I love you wait for the camera you have your moments moment. They, and I think that play, I mean, it, they talk about it in the movie that, that sometimes Dan lets the performance element yeah. of his life overtake the natural elements, yeah. which, uh, you know, as we see is to his detriment at times. Yes. That when, when he wants to go for the laugh, he should really be having a human moment. Yeah. And I think that's a really interesting part of the Harmontown podcast where they have a lot of human moments. And they don't always go yeah. for the laugh. And it's an interesting thing, too. Yeah. I mean, something that community has always done well is, is, not, is not sacrificing character for laughs. Mm-hmm. They, they've talked about that before. We talked about it on this podcast. They, they, they do the thing that serves the character, serves the human moment instead of serving the laugh. But it is something that he struggles with in his personal life. Uh, something we have not mentioned mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. up until right now mm-hmm. is the scripts that he was writing. Yes. Uh, part of the plot of the of this documentary is that because of his firing uh, from yeah, NBC this and was, Community, this was filmed before he knew he was before he was rehired. Yes, he was in fact writing pilots for both CBS and Fox. Yeah. Which, as we find out in the documentary, he gets much farther with CBS than with Fox. Well, he never finishes the Fox one. Yeah. As of the finishing of this documentary, mm-hmm. and since he got, I assume never finished the fox one yeah yeah no i don't think he ever finished or got that put but we actually we get to hear in the documentary uh a call with uh executives at cbs with notes about his pilot script yes and so we kind of get an idea of what that's about i remember reading a news thing a news blurb about the basic plot of it i don't remember ever hearing the basic plot it's i mean it's super basic it's like a father daughter and they're kind of reuniting. Hmm. Like they have, they're they're on the rocks, and like they ha- he has to yeah. reconnect with her. I really want to read this this script. It looks, it sounded so good. Yeah, and it was, and it sounded like a great natural evolution for Dan Harmon after Community. Yeah, because it's still like the the it, it's a familiar, uh, not trope really, but character type that he's worked in, where it's kind of an asshole. Yeah, the dad character. Yeah, and he's trying to convince the daughter to join him or do something. Yeah. And so, like, that, that's the end of the script that they were working on so hard. Yeah. Uh, where he has to do something to convince the daughter that he's not totally an asshole. And there's kind of a nice, maybe maybe a little on-the-nose moment <laughs> where he calls an Aaron to help him with the script. Yeah. And that's kind of, in the movie at least, that's, that's how they make up is, is kind of working up the script. Mm-hmm. And it, as the character is, is trying to not be such an asshole, so is Dan. Yeah. 
Which, you know, it's cheesy, it's on the nose, but it's satisfying. It is satisfying. Um, and the, the, also, that the CBS show, of course, was going to be multicam, which I was very excited about as an mm. advocate of multicam. I feel like people get down on it these days. And uh, maybe maybe there's still time. Maybe maybe after the movie, Dan Harmon will, will show up with a multicam. Sure. To be the savior of the genre. Because people, people are so down on it these days because of Big Bang Theory. Maybe you can write a comedy for Fox. Fox is in the comedy business right now. It's true. And NBC is not. NBC's in the drama business. Yeah. They've gone real hard on that, mm. which is a disappointment. Must see Although TV Abed's, is dead. Abed's, Must see TV is dead. Danny Pudi's new sh- comedy show is on NBC. Maybe it's going to be more of a drama, though. It's going to be a dramedy. It's going to be a grim situation. Wait, is Grimm on NBC? I don't know. Okay. It might be Fox. Letters Let's on a postcard. Look it up. Letters on a postcard, no. sir. If you recall what be, be, uh, Bobby Kitten's... What at Bobby Kitten said to us is that he, like me, does not like it when questions go unanswered on a podcast. We're going to get the answer to this question. Uh, Keep going. Uh, television. This is on NBC. So I was right. Yes. Okay. I think I think his strange calls, Danny Pudi's strange calls pilot, could be like a like a goofy grim. Uh, let's hope it's extra goofy because I. Uh, twelve piece extra goofy. <laughs> uh, because I I, I want to see the comedy version of that show. Not Is your order correct on the screen? <laughs> What are we doing? There's a moment in here where Mark Marin is interviewing Dan uh, on G4. It looked like it looked like the attack of the show. I set. don't recall this at all. It's what are you mo- saying? In the movie, there's a scene oh, where yes, I remember this Mark now. Marin is interviewing Dan Harmon on, on what, G4. It, yes. it looks like the attack of the show. Yes. Set. I don't know what that was. I don't know. Did Mark Marin have a segment on G4 or an attack of the show? But are you sure he was interviewing? Maybe they were just bantering as guests. Perhaps. I couldn't tell you. G4 was like a Wild West for a while. It's true. I'm out of official notes, but there's still more movie to go. I mean, I'm out of official notes, too. Uh, I mean, I don't want to give, you know, I want people to actually watch the film. But yeah. but the ending, I think, is is rather satisfying. Uh, for we, we see Spencer's mom for most of it. Yeah. For a brief moment, we see his dad, who actually has appeared on the Harmontown podcast. Who has and appeared? I really wanted a good reveal for him, and he, he was just in the shadows. Yeah. Spencer's relationship with his dad is weird, too. Because they seem, I mean, they seemed fine when when his dad was on the podcast. Yep. Uh, ev- but everything since then that Spencer has said about them, about him specifically, would seem to indicate that they have a horrible relationship. Maybe. I don't know. I'm very intrigued by the the his dad's email updates. I don't know how to get on that list, but that's <laughs> yeah. something I'd read. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, um. I hope Spencer, you know, moves out soon. He looked like he still lives with both of his parents. Yeah. Like he's do he's a he's, you know, the child that gets passed back and forth. Yeah. Uh I'm really rooting for Spencer. That's I feel what, like he's I feel like there's a good chance cuz he wasn't even at by the end of this film, he was not even Dan's assistant yet. That's true. And he's Dan's assistant. Because when now. season 5 starts up, he's Dan's assistant. Yeah. He gets on the show yeah. and now he's even been on what Brooklyn 99. Yeah, let's and let's something not, else. let's not forget. Let's not forget. Never forget he, that he to go on the Harmontown tour. Yeah. He had to take time off from the Apple Store. Oh, that's true. He was, he was still working at the Apple, Apple Store, store. and he, they talked about it on the podcast how he had to request time off to go on the tour. Yep. from the Apple Store. Yep. His star has risen. Yeah, a star is born and rised. Yep, that should have been the title of the the third Batman film in Nolan's trilogy. What star is born and rised? <laughs> a dark star is born and rised. A that's dark a- store. 
Do you have any plugs? Is born, <laughs> Do you have born any plugs? and risen. No, we're not done with this show, are we? <laughs> what is? What else is there to say? I don't know, because I didn't write it down. Uh, I would have liked to see a more Spencer-heavy cut. The way they talked about this film was as as <clears throat> if Spencer was the star, and, and, and Dan even says that at one point in the movie. But hmm. it's really, that's not true. I mean, it's half true, because about, I don't know how many minutes in, but they, they realize Spencer's... The hero. A hero, because yeah. Dan says, I'm the villain, and he's the hero. Yeah. And at the end, we get the button where it shows Spencer working on set of Community Season 5. Yeah. So, uh, he gets, you know, the, the happy ending. That's a side plot, though. He's Sure. Sure. Yeah. Have I told you, I'm started thinking of my life in, in, uh, in uh, details of side plots, subplots, A plots, oh, sure. B plots. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's, it might help. Yeah. I might, because the other day I, I was like, oh, I'm picking up a B plot. I can't pick up a B plot right now. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, maybe this will become a recurring thing. Maybe this will come back uh, in season two. I don't know. <laughs> so you're, it's season one of your life. Well, <laughs> I, I, I don't know when I started thinking this way, but it just, it's going to help. Okay. I'm going to turn into Abed. That's what I was this is what's happening. Okay. If we're going to have a crossover episode. It'll be okay. You'll understand. <laughs> so I have a different show. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We'll oh, get there. Oh, boy. Let's do some plugs. <laughs> I'm Andrew. Uh, what, what is happening? <laughs> I thought we were doing reverse order show plugs. It's, you know, it's quite a day. Uh, uh, we just I, got another tweet <laughs> live. Oh, from, from live? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can confirm that that was a Homestar Runner reference, Bobby. <laughs> that only makes sense to Bobby, who's probably not listening to this now because he's catching up. But you know what? Still, uh, I'll respond. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to have to tweet and and podcast at the same time. That's okay. too much. So, I do another podcast called Nerds Eye View. Every week, uh, it's myself and some other good people like Jordan Scott. Uh, sometimes Matthew Esposito, Esposito, sometimes Thomas Willett, sometimes Matt Benson over there. Hey, that's me. Uh, we talk about movies. Uh, specifically, we review a new film that's in theaters. Oh, uh, cool. And we also talk about what's you know what's out on DVD, Blu-ray, and what the box office is doing. That's valuable information. Yeah, it's good movie info. And uh, this most recent episode that we did is about Chappie. Chappie! We did, we, Hugh Jackman has weird hair. We did something interesting where... We actually had a spoiler section. We, Interesting. We, the ending of the film... Is it crazy? Is crazy, and I did not want people to worry about hearing too much. Should so I watch Chappie? We put it off to my the, question to the to end. You. How, how do you feel about both District 9 and Elysium? Like District 9 a whole lot. Uh, I'm a pseudo-defender of Elysium. Then you'll like Chappie. Okay. Uh, I, I think as long as you like at least one of those films, you'll like Chappie. Okay. Um, yeah, Looks so, kind of dumb. <laughs> no, it's a good film. Okay. It really it really picks up and goes places. Okay. Uh but yeah, I uh, people should go listen to that. And uh next week hopefully we're doing Cinderella. What? <laughs> There's a new Cinderella. There's a new movie? Cinderella. Really? Yep. I've not heard anything about this. That's cuz you're not me. Is it a real movie? Yeah. It's a live like action in, in real theaters? people in theaters. Kate Blanchett plays the evil stepmother. What? Yeah. I like Cape Blanchett. Yeah, you'll really I think you'll really like this role for her. <laughs> okay. In the trailer she has a real badass moment and I kinda I'm like, oh shit. Who's who plays Cinderella? Oh, I don't remember her name. That's what the rats call her, right? Yeah. I don't know if there's rats in this one. Helena Bonham Carter is the godmother. I'm not into that one. No, she's she's evil older lady. Yeah, I know, I don't really get into that. Uh Jon Snow is the prince. Kit Harrington. Sure. And I know that because my rap name is MC Kid Harrington. Is it Jon Snow or is it the other one? Who's the other one? The one who... I was going to say some Game of Thrones spoilers. Uh, Mr. Red Wedding. 
Uh, well, that's now I can't say because that will be the spoiler. <laughs> what What is that? If people know what that guy right there. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say it. Well, if you know we're, the we're, movie, we're in too in deep. It. We're in too deep. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, Lily James is Cinderella. Yeah, I didn't remember her name. Um, looks like uh, Peggy Carter's in this too. Yeah, she's the mother. Who's which, Ella? Cinderella. Oh, fuck you. Has that always been a thing? Yes. I didn't know that. I mean, they call her Cinderella because she cleans the, like, the dirt and the cinders. Oh, that's dumb as hell. Well, it's the dumb stepsisters that give, them, give her that name. I don't like that at all. That's where she gets her name? I don't like that. But I don't know if I've ever seen all the way through a Cinderella. Um, because they definitely mention that in the... In... I lost the name. I don't even care. So they mention it somewhere else. There's another non-Disney version of Cinderella where they make that a thing. I was going to try to claim this is Shut Up and then a character name, but all their character names are just generic. D- Drizella would be a good Shut Up. She's right. one of the... Uh, shut Up, Drizella. Evil stepsisters. Is her name Ella too, where they call her Driz because of something? No. Dumb so, story. yeah, go listen to Shut Up. Shut Up, <laughs> sh- shut up Nerds. That's my new... <laughs> spinoff podcast nerds i view you can find it nevpodcast.com benvnetwork.com slash nev at nevpodcast on twitter and i'm at podcaster andrew there it is sailed at home do we what's our ad for today let me pull out my phone oh yeah pull out your phone you you talk about some of your stuff and i'll uh, pull up the, an ad. Uh, whatever's number two on the list that's all i know benview on spielberg perhaps possibly Since i'll get Benson's the real boombox was number one number one Number what are you looking one? up? See if we have iTunes reviews. Yeah, shut up. What's happening right don't, now? Don't don't show behind. Do you want me to? Screen. Do you want me to vamp a little? Uh, no. Uh, go to BenvyNetwork.com. Check out all the shows I do on there. They are popsicles. Shut up, Leonard. Which you're listening to right now. You did that last time. Matt and Brendo's wrestling show. Benson's Boom Box. Oh, you're right. Uh, Benview ben on Spielberg, Spielberg which you'll, which hear, you'll an hear an ad for because we have an ad for. What's an ad for? <laughs> uh, um... <laughs> So, I don't know why that was so funny. Uh, yeah, just check out all those on BenviewNetwork.com. Uh, do 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 stuff to us that we like on iTunes. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. That all helps us. That all helps people find out more about the show. It makes us more popular. Other people can destroy can understand RickandMorty.com. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at ShutUpLenPod, like uh, like old Lat Bobby Kittens did. Uh, write us emails at shutupleonardpodcast at gmail.com and uh, follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. That's DR Matt Benson. Next week, season six. Season six. Shut up, Leonard. Hello, and welcome to Benview on Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Matt Benson. And I'm resident uh, Spielberg fanatic, Justin Keyson. And today we're going to talk about... Duel. The Sugarland Express. Jaws. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. 1941. Raiders of the Lost E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Twilight Zone. Indiana the Jones and the, the Temple of Empire. Indiana of the Jones Always. and the Last Crusade. Jurassic Lost World. Omnibus. Saving Omnibus. Private AI. Minority. Catch Michelle Intelligence. The War of the Indiana Jones. The Adventures of Sinton. The Sugarland Express. Indiana Jones. Catch me. Steven Spielberg. Ben on Spielberg. New episodes dropping on the 15th of every month at BenviewNetwork.com. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.